Good evening. Welcome to the Hourglass of Isabella. I'm here with Mr. Daniel. Hello. And today we're going to talk about all things Tombstone. The OK Corral. OK Corral. Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday, all of the characters involved, all of the fun, with a bit of an emphasis on Doc Holliday, I think. <laughs> I just learned recently that OK Corral song had words. I didn't. I, I have lived. The majority of my life not knowing okay. that there are words to Okay, 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 Corral. But seriously, I used to sing it to you. Did you just not believe that? I just thought you, you th were making it up. You thought I was making up the I words. I honestly thought you were making it up. Like, everybody knows the really? theme song. I knew the theme song. And I just assumed that this was like you just making up words to the song. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, we even went to Tombstone, and I had no idea that it was actually a song. Yes, we went to Tombstone, and we went to the Birdcage Theatre. Isn't it cool? It's like, you know what I like about it beyond any other kind of Victorian venue I've been in the United States? Is it is like a time capsule. It is. So it you has go like, in, like, literally like in dust time. that's 100 years old. Yeah, you go in and suddenly <laughs> you are transported to 1888 specifically as a year. And everything is as it was. The thick layers of dust, the velvet curtains. It's a gorgeous. I would have for the yeah, longest poker game, the longest, poker game in history. Indeed. Like an eight-year-long running. God, poker yeah, game. amazing. But when you say it's well worth visiting, that's the, absolutely fantastic. Reverend Tombstone, Birdcage Theatre. Modeled the uh, Yes, one year for Birmingham, we actually modeled our camp after the Birdcage Theatre. That's a true story. And Tombstone was pretty cool, I thought. Tombstone was great fun, and I liked they kind of had... It wasn't like during any of the cool Betcher festivals and stuff they do, but there was one kind of reenactment thing going on. Other than that, it was pretty quiet, but I would still highly recommend it any time yeah, of year. Yeah, we went to Boot Hill. Boot Hill. That, and you know well, what's funny? Using, uh, no, I thought a lot of them were kind of comical for tourists. Yeah. And then I realized that a lot of them were just real unfortunate deaths. They were, and then what they... What, well, what's happened is they... Did they? Yeah. But is it still the real original death? Yeah. I think it is. Because uh, I know some I of know. them were ludicrous. Yeah, some of them were Like really died by being dragged to death by horse. But I think back then, there times were different. There were a lot of ways different. to die. There were a lot of ways to die. Isn't there some movie? There was a movie, Which right? about that? Is yeah. it called How Many Ways to Die yeah, in the West, in the, the West, World West? Like yeah. yeah, something like that. So we, you and I are a big fan of Western movies. And obviously, we've talked about this recently. Obviously, you know, I'm very much, you know, the whole Charles Manson thing, Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Spurn Spur Ranch, they actually had a lot of, we used to make westerns, and how much a, a big part of the United States history was, especially of Hollywood and the old school ways of making westerns. Did you know what else we did an episode on recently that's relevant to this conversation, is, uh, is Doctor Who, there's a great Doctor Who episode. Where the, the doctor, the doctor has a toothache, and he goes, he goes to, to Tombstone, to tombstone and he meets <laughs> Doc Holliday. Holliday so of course, this gets us into Doc Holliday. So of course, we know Doc Holliday was a dentist. He was a dentist, not just a gambler, not just a murderer, yeah. not just a lover or a good shooter, but he was also a, a dentist. dentist. He actually got a proper dentist degree. Dentists were a little different back then, right? Well, you know, I mean, he actually went to college. He yeah, went yeah, in yeah. Pennsylvania. He got a proper degree. He set up shop. There's a couple of different places he set up shop. He kept moving along. Of course, when he found out he had tuberculosis, which unfortunately, around age 15, he was tending to his mother, and she had TB. We right. used to call it um, consumption, consumption back in the day, and unfortunately, it was a death sentence back then. And she was con his, his mom was contagious, so while caring and taking care of her, 
he it obviously transferred to right. him unfortunately so that's is that why they went that's why they went west they right? he could the climate is yeah. better for tuberculosis especially somewhere like colorado yeah. they used to send a lot of tuberculosis it's okay. First of all, in the Victorian era, tuberculosis was rampant. So anytime you had TB, they like, yeah, go to Colorado. The air is dry. Go to Arizona. It's yeah. great, great air. But in reality, the irony is we know he ended up in like Glenwood Springs when he died. Some historians suggest that the sulfur from a hot springs may have actually made him worse, <laughs> not better. It's a whole irony. Well, at least he was thing. comfortable. But yeah, he had these different dentist uh, areas. And one of them, right. and you and I have been here, is that he was in Las Vegas, not the one not the you one may think of, the one in New Mexico. Las Vegas, New Mexico, which used to be a really... You know, it was a dangerous sort of Wild West town. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of saloons yeah, and that yeah, yeah. and Santa Fe. There was a lot of stuff going on at the time. So it was actually then. on Santa Fe Trail is why is why it existed. And, um, yeah, the, so we, we, went, we, we the, stayed in the, the Plaza Hotel. Hotel. The Plaza Hotel. Is it Plaza Hotel? So yeah. that's where he had actually set up his work. And here's a strange little story is that he had a dentist's office set up. Right. And for many years, this dentist chair, actually up until fairly recently, sat there and nobody really kind of had a good idea of what it was or why it was there. It was just like this. If you go to that hotel, there is a lot of old furniture yeah. now, like you'll see it. I think they've actually made a move recently to move a lot of that, unfortunately. But if you went five years ago, you would have seen all the cool old Victorian furniture. So they find this dentist chair. And actually, in fact, recently, I believe it was auctioned off as being proven to actually be Doc John Henry Holiday's dentist. Cool. I would have done anything to own that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Do you remember the, uh, the museum be? up in Silver Plume across from the house? Yes, and in the had, school had, children's house. They had an old, uh, old Victorian dentist chair there as well. They oh, always so, made me think of John Henry Holiday. So cool. So what an eclectic individual. He gets TB. He moves out. He gets away from where he's at. And, you know, he meets. Did, did, he, did he move out with? Big nose no, he, or did he, he meet her meets on the way? her. She was a prostitute, or as they called it, a sporting girl. She worked sporting at a sporting girl. house. That's the word they used in Arizona. No, it was Prescott. Somewhere in Arizona, they had a word for sporting girl. And um, She was a soiled dove. I want to make it very clear, but she was a very intelligent woman. I think a lot of the shows show us rather conniving, but I do think the reality of it, looking back, is that the two of them were very much in love, no matter how many times they would fight. The one thing we know is that continuously... Drunk, but <laughs> no, but the one thing is continuously proven is they would get back together. Yeah, well, She was, regardless, even though she did some bad things, she was always there for him. And something he quoted and actually said was, there are a few people in my life that I consider my intellectual equals, mm. but Kate is one of them. And that for that time, think about this, women were yeah. considered, no way in the Victorian era did men think women were their intellectual equals. It was not a thing. So for him to say, I believe this woman is one of my only intellectual what a compliment i think he did i think he did love her truly and she actually has kate's story is super interesting too she came from hungary she was actually an immigrant as many i would like to point out during this pandemic time most of you are if you're here and <laughs> unless you're native american you probably came from somewhere else or didn't probably absolutely did and were an immigrant yourself at some point in your family's history so 
Hungarian immigrant. She became an orphan around 15. We have this picture of her in 1860s, kind of gone with the wind, big style dress, really, really beautiful girl, actually. And it's unfortunate. So yeah, the, the parents die. She, in fact, stated in one of her memoirs that she married a chap who was a dentist before Doc John Henry Holiday. Thing for dentists? Maybe. And they had, a, they had a child, although this, a lot of this is disputed by historians, FYI. A lot of people didn't believe the thing she stated, which I think is interesting. But she said... Kind of said, a thing back then, right? You just wander into the, the western town and make stuff up You could be But she said that they both unfortunately died of yellow fever, which I do find viable because back then, we're talking about the pandemic time we have now, yellow fever was rampant. And this is so she spent a lot of time in St. Louis. It was rampant out there. She actually, for a time, was in the St. Ursuline Convent, which you guys may know well in our previous podcast of being famous from New Orleans. That's but right. even out in New Orleans, yellow fever was the pandemic thing in like the 1850s onwards. It came in patches and it was terrible because unlike the COVID-19, people were like, well, you're on this respirator and you die this tragic death. If you had yellow fever, your skin would turn yellow. You'd Bleed yeah, from it, the eyeballs. It, it was less. It was, it was uh, not pretty. It was less sexy than. It's not not a way you wanted to go. <laughs> consumption oh, well. was the was the preferred tell, death. Right? Tell, tell us about in New Orleans in the um, museum. Right, you go. You go. You go to the, the, the pharmacy museum. Yeah. And and they and they basically you know it's great. You definitely go. The guy is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, he he goes on and talks about how uh, a lot of the you know Victorian myths about you know vampires and where that all came from actually comes from. Uh, consumption and that consumption was actually sort of considered to be the the preferred death, if you right. will. And, 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 and people, in fact, it even affected makeup. Uh, you know, women would like put uh, they would take these blue morpho butterflies and make their faces look a little blue. And, so they take crushed butterfly, crush butterfly wings. wings and put some blue, make themselves look a little pale, a little, little, little vampiric, pale, a little vampiric. Yeah. But then the idea was that they'd lay there because yeah. consumption. Whereas um, yellow fever is more like zombie disease. Zombies <laughs> is awful, not attractive. But if you get if you get consumption like yeah. John Henry Holiday, a you can sometimes live quite a while of it. Unfortunately, right. it's a long. It will kill you. But at the time, you just it, have this unpleasant cough. You have this unpleasant ongoing thing going on right. so you know you're laying there in bed and of course with the whole vampire mythology people would look right, and say oh why are you so pallid yeah. why are you so pallid oh there's some blood on some your blood. gown yeah, they didn't know of... you coughed it up they thought right, maybe right. someone had come in and bitten you yeah. and sucked the life out of you and flown so, off so you know maybe Doc Holliday is a vampire maybe would, well or maybe story. or maybe he had a vampire sire who took him maybe Maybe Wyatt Earp was Maybe that's vampire. why he's into dentistry. Yeah, and he's bum, like, bum, go, bum, plot the original twist. Fangsmith. Thank you for anyone who makes up the... Doc Holliday Fangsmith. <laughs> and I will actually say, I'll take a moment to plug myself right now. I am actually writing a book. I'm about halfway through the book. Is Doc Holliday Holiday? He's unfortunately not in it, but it, it does take place in New Orleans. And it actually, the... Um, the alchemy kind of shop there is actually the museum now is actually included yeah, in, the in the story the pharmacy so if you go to New Orleans you should certainly check that out but speaking, speaking of people with questionable backgrounds can I can yeah. I tell you my favorite yeah my favorite persona tell me in this in this whole world um and if when you go to the Birdcage Theater the, if you look in the in the front kind of left there's this beautiful box uh, where, oh, yes. where where a very wealthy man used to live like and an opera box like an opera box I can't remember, thing, right? yeah. exactly and basically, this guy came into town claiming that he was, you know, deposed Russian nobility or something like that. And that I seem you know, to remember the story, like English right? and they nobility. Called him, they, called him, they called him Russian Bill, and he would oh, like yeah? pretend to be an outlaw, but he was, you know, he was like this nobleman. But he dressed very he was, well. He dressed right? very well. Yeah, he had yeah. beautiful blonde hair, you know, and so clearly he had a lot of money. 
Uh, yeah. But then he, but he kind of wanted to be, you know, he was, he was infatuated with the Old yeah. West. He wanted to be a gunslinger. Didn't he end up dying for it or something? Uh, he ends up hanging in Shakespeare, New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, but it seems like a fitting <laughs> in, in the right way. But I, but I always but wanted somebody to make a, yeah, I always wanted How somebody cool. to make a, make a story about him, you know, like this, well, yeah. this idea Why of like, you, know, you, are, you are this Russian nobleman, right? And, you know, the, supposedly the idea was that he, you know, he had like, you know, slapped a superior officer or something like that. It wasn't going to be court-martialed, so he ran away. But whatever the story it's is, so cool. you know, I just I just like that idea that no, you would be that. this this Russian nobleman and you would show up in Tombstone, Arizona, dressed fashionably, dressed fabulously, and and wanted I to be think, an outlaw. I, I think a lot of people believed his story, right? Yeah, and yeah, we're kind of yeah. like into it because I remember I remember now you think it's all flooding coming back yeah, to yeah, him, yeah. and I thought to myself, how cool is that? And again, why has nobody made a movie about that? Yeah. We have so many OK Corral gunfight at the OK Corral movies. It's been done, you know, Wyatt, uh, right. the Clanton brothers, Tombstone's pretty Virgil. solid. They got that one nailed, so. They should have a Tombstone movie have, right, about, about Russian, Russian Bill. Bill. If you are listening and you're a director or producer, <laughs> do it. Get on it, because I want to see that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just fascinating to me. So what do you think about Wyatt up and Virgil and... You know, I don't... I don't the actually know too much about them. Dubai, and, 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 beyond the movies, obviously. You know, what, what I do know is actually that, you know, a lot of their story takes place in, in, in the Midwest, actually, not in the, in the, in the wild. Yes, West, they right? move, they move A lot on. of it's uh, about hmm. Kansas and, yeah. you know. Dodge and, City. And Dodge City, yeah. So they had, you know, they, they have this whole thing, you know, you're the marshal, you can take care. In fact, uh, Virgil uh, had actually made Doc Holliday a kind of... Him, yeah, right? deputized yeah. him, which was not very fitting of his character. But I think the real reason why there was this unspoken loyalty between them, which stayed for their whole lives, to be honest, and this is the most admirable thing, you know, between these characters, is that a lot of people don't acknowledge this as much, and sometimes it shows up in the movies, but Doc Holliday actually saved Wyatt up from death. Is that true? I, I guess yes, I didn't know he was going to get lynched by the mob... Uh, everyone was angry and coming from because they wanted, you know, PC social justice warrior movement at the time. Same thing. <laughs> We're gonna. It's now it's an online witch hunt and mob hunting, of cancel culture. But back then it was still reign of terror, and and they were gonna they were gonna off him. And and honestly, well, wasn't he like the sheriff though? Yeah, he was. But he had protected someone who had done uh, something bad because it was for and he was trying it, oh, to do the right yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's very and, much like. Um, What's the what's the show that we watched that takes place in South Dakota? Um, what, what's the the the, the, the Wild West about. town in in South Dakota? Come on, Deadwood. Deadwood, right? Thank you. Deadwood's exactly. great. I love similar, that show. similar sort of concept, right? Where yeah, there's you like could a get in trouble. And, and you're doing yeah, the right yeah, yeah. thing. I think he was a deputy, not even a sheriff at the time. But the point is, uh, it got out of hand. And you know, I, the thing I love about Doc Holliday, not only is he so handsome and dresses so well, he's got such a great cocky attitude. Like, because the thing is, he's already got tuberculosis. He knows he's going to die. I think that made him a little more brave in his yeah, actions. I think so. Because he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to fucking die anyway. So who fucking cares?" <laughs> right. And that attitude that most people don't have enabled him. And people say, "Well, they'll say, oh, you know, he killed." dozens of people but in reality historically we actually believe he only killed like one to three people is yeah. that crazy no it is it's, it's one of those things but, it, it but what happens right is that, is, that, is that even i mean i mean almost contemporary with them 
you know, you get these stories being published these on the legends, East Coast, right? Yeah. These legends and whatnot. I love it. That's and, and, great. And as, as you were just saying before, it must be fascinating for somebody like Big Nose Kate, you know, his girlfriend, who, who lives for another, you know, 30, 40 years or whatever, she lived to till, get to see all those things come book. out. And, she lived till she the 1940s. Yeah. Okay? So she got to see all those Western movies. And, she got, but think about it, someone like Doc Holliday dies and they never get to see themselves immortalized in the yeah. movie. But Big Nose Kate, she lives on and she sees this stuff and witnesses it and it's the crazy part that annoys me historically here we go here comes my rant for this episode she was very much in need of money as she was her whole life to be honest because she struggled and in fact at the time there were reporters who were like we want you to really tell your full story and she had all these secrets that i believe she genuinely knew about doc holiday and what happened was she said well i cannot tell you unless you pay this degree of money and a lot of people said no we don't, you know, we're not going to pay you that. And she said, okay, I'll take this to the grave with me. So a lot of the stuff she did take to the grave her. And if I was back then, I would have been like, I would have, I would have, I would have paid anything to hear this. I don't care what she'd ask, yeah. for real. Because I think that is history and it's very valuable in, yeah. long, in the long run. And do I, in fact, there's another thing historians debate. They're always very harsh to Kate, historically speaking. Because they're like, well, you know, she says she was there with Doc Holliday at the end and we don't really believe we, she was. But then modern contemporary historians actually do believe that she right. was there have at the end with his grave? Because like, I, oh, yes. I remember, so yes, you have, but I've never. So I haven't actually physics. So you yeah. took me to where it's by, uh, but you've actually walked. It's on a hill. You've actually yeah, yeah, walked yeah, down I up to, to it. it yeah. So I remember one time, a long time ago, when we'd first met each other, and I was still in England. Oh, that's right, I was on the phone. You were on the with phone yeah. while you're at Dark Holiday's grave, and I wept on the phone because it was, it was so, so yeah, beautiful was cool. to me. Cool. And I saw a really cool picture the other day, and I think it was taken in like the 1940s. These little kids, little boys dressed as cowboys, and they're by Doc Holliday's grave, and they're just playing. And I thought, how beautiful that image was, how glorious that is. And I mean, his end is kind of sad. His, I'll give you some fun, well, fun, sad <laughs> facts. Fun, but, sad. but it's fun because he, he took it, it was very lighthearted. Some people... Like we talked about Anne Boleyn. Well, we've not. We're actually going to do a Tudor's episode. Oh, but she kind of laughed in the face of death beautifully. And Doc Holliday is an example of someone else who kind of took it on in a mocking way, in a, in a fabulous way. So as, you know, he's dying, he was obviously very much addicted to laudanum, which is opium, as we know it today, as a painkiller. He needed that for his pain. But he was also an alcoholic because he'd relied upon that, whether he was gambling or whatever he was doing in his life. And so he's laying there dying in Glenwood Springs by the hot springs that didn't work out for him. He's in the Glenwood Springs Hotel, which no longer exists. It actually was burned down in a fire, unfortunately, in the 1940s as well. Such, if you look it up, Glenwood Springs Hotel, Dark Holiday, it's actually a beautiful hotel and well worth looking at, mm. in my opinion. But he's laying there and he's, he's dying. He knows he's dying, obviously, at this point. And he actually died in 1887. So right before 1880 and as he's laying there the nurse comes in and he says you know i really need a glass of whiskey like he's dying he know he just wants a glass of whiskey and she's like no you can't have one kind of thing and he looks at his feet and he doesn't he's not wearing any boots on he's just got bare feet and he looks down and he laughs this is his last words could you not he looks down and he said i always thought i'd die with my boots on <laughs> that was literally his last words because he thought he would die in a gunfight with his shoes on. Yeah, right. Kind of thing. Instead, he was lying in a hospital 
that yeah, bare feet must, be must have been really freaking weird for the guy, realistically, yeah. looking back on it. But it made me admire him so much as a character in Did, history. Do you think he is probably the coolest dentist to ever live? Definitely. Definitely. No two ways about it. I think he is one of the coolest guys to have ever lived. Yeah, and I think what's good about it is that he is a gentleman, right? At the end of the day, we he's definitely have this sense that he's But a he's also, here's what is enduring about... Scholar, okay, so we look at Wyatt up, and he traditionally in his movies, he's like, he's the hero and the classic. We talk about it like in D&D, there's chaotic good neutral evil you know right, about this right, whole right. thing he so white up is like lawful, lawful good. good until yeah. until his family starts being then he kind of goes into chaotic evil but in the beginning Not chaotic evil chaotic good we're chaotic still, good yeah, right okay good. still good but it, it quintessentially he is like lawful good right you get someone like doc holiday he does not give two shits. He doesn't obey the rules. He does what he pleases as he needs to in the situation to survive. And because he knows he's going to die, he's got a little more... Moxie. A moxie. Thank you. He's got that in him. And it's it's beautiful to witness. Yeah. So that's why I find he's actually, in some respects, a villain. He really did kill people. He did bad things. But historically, he probably should have hung for. Nearly did hang for, FY, But was released. In fact, that's a true story unto itself as well. But it makes him more charismatic and charming in my mind that he actually did have a loyal sense on him. He really genuinely had a soft spot for Wyatt. We know he didn't have to save Wyatt up. He didn't need to endanger himself anymore. But he had that gumpso where he's like, I'm going to get in gumption. What's yeah, that word? He's I'll like, I'll be your huckleberry. I'll be your huckleberry. Yes, and I love it when people can do that in the accent of why. Right. And dress accordingly. In fact, we had my birthday party last year was kind of OK Corral themed. Wild West, yeah. There's actually a Wild West museum that's here in Colorado Springs, and they have a whole, like, old... Um, ghost town. Ghost town, but it's, like, preserved, and all the... It's got real antiques. It's got... If you ever seen, like, Wells Fargo, that bank in America, it's got those stage Wells Fargo coach. stagecoaches. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm British, so I that's needed right. that. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. But it, it has, like, a brothel in there, and, of course, if you're in Colorado... You can visit all these brothels. You can go to Central City. You can see the Opera House, but they also have old brothels there as well. You can go to yeah, the yeah, old yeah. Homestead House, yeah. which is in Old Colorado. No, not Old Colorado City. That's Muffin Meadows, which is also a brothel. Yeah, but the point is, you can visit all of these museums and see how life really was in the Wild West. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually it's pretty cool living in Colorado because a lot of these places they so they. Cool. they they haven't had the, you know, they, they haven't been developed, you know, because a lot of them were mining towns, the mines went away, and they just sort of left them. Oh, here's a cool, here's a cool Doc Holiday fact. Yeah. So, Daniel and I, we had a property in Silverplume. We, we had an old mining yeah. house, right? And that elevation is like 9,000 9, feet, yeah. really high up. But it, it's classified as a ghost town, even though there are people living there, because it's under a population of 100 which is what it's classified as. There's another town that's very close to that, and it's Leadville. And did you know that Doc Holliday actually lived in Leadville for a time? Guess so why? Leadville is actually the highest incorporated town in the country. What's the elevation? It's like 11,000 feet or something. It's really high up. I thought it was like 14. No, 11, no, no, no. 11 makes like it 11. okay. So, okay, so 11,000 feet. So Doc Holliday is there. Guess why he had to leave? Why did he have to leave? It was enough oxygen. It was too high up. He actually, he got altitude sickness. So for our listeners in England, explain altitude sickness. So altitude sickness is when you come from your lowland sea level area. So you come from England to Leadville. Suddenly come up to, you know, even even actually just uh, Denver, 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 mile mile high up. up, And there's less oxygen in the air. 
and it takes your body a little while to adjust. Our friends have gotten sick from it yeah, visiting well, yeah. here. And the first time that I came here, of course, you know, I got silver plume and I was really sick. My heart was just like racing, yeah. like 160, which is a really crazy high beat per minute. Once you thing. adapt, it's fine. But so what it what it is if you come here the main thing is and they'll sell you like oxygen sometimes yeah. they give they give you a list of things bands. to do which is exactly what people don't do yeah they're like don't drink alcohol because don't, you know don't don't do like physical exertion and, and assume this is that if you drink one glass of alcohol at sea level in you have a pint in London and then you go up to Denver assume that one pint is like free yeah, in terms it, of it, it'll, the, it'll, it'll mess you up so people come out and go when skiing. We go down to, uh, so the lowlands, we, we, we can drink everybody into the table. Yeah, it's so. great. When you, but the difference is, yeah, your, your blood, you actually get something called polycythemia, which is the opposite of uh, altitude sickness. You get too many red blood cells. So people in Leadville actually, have, actually to have to donate, donate blood, yeah. blood because their blood is too thick. And I've actually had that. So it's actually a very, the opposite. Like if you get the vampire disease where you need blood, I'm like the opposite, like where I need yeah. a vampire to take the blood out of me to save me. You know, that me. would make a great story. Would yeah. be vampires in Leadville. Yeah, like they're saving like people. Like they're actually, they're actually in Leadville very cool. saving people, and they're there because the blood is that much thicker. Yeah, so I always tell people, if you, if you do end up coming to Colorado from somewhere, or you go to Machu Picchu or something, same thing, just take it easy, rest for a few days, don't drink alcohol, drink lots of fluids, stay hydrated, and then you'll be okay. Because you're going to get dizzy either way and not feel so good, but just right. now it passes. And it, it, you can always cure it. Like if you feel bad, if you just go back down, immediately you're cured. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't know this, but athletes will actually go yeah, up to silver plume level train. and they will train. And some people think it's well, they cheating. Train in silver plume, but... Yeah, but silver plume, isn't that funny? <laughs> silver plume was actually listed on this athlete website I looked at. Is that right? And, they will that's really funny. and in fact, they don't even say train at the altitude. They ask them to sleep at yeah, the no, altitude. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, it's not about training. Because your red blood cell count will increase. About, yeah. And then you go back down and you do your race. And some people think it's cheating because you get more red blood cells than everyone else. So some people say, well, you know, if you take steroids, that's right. cheating. It's a similar kind of thing. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? interesting. So yeah, Colorado, <laughs> just going back to our whole Wild West thing, it's just full of amazing ghost towns. You can visit them or even if you're out in california you can go to bodie which is this beautifully preserved ghost town i've always wanted to go everything there is immaculate we have dunton hot springs here and what's great about dunton hot springs in oh that's terms a whole other episode where we could talk about butch cassidy and sundance butch kid. cassidy and sundance kid you go to the saloon there which is kind of they they bought out this whole ghost town with these hot springs and turned it into this amazing resort it was actually an english couple who used to own antique books and libraries in oh london really yeah. cool so you go all the way up there and they really take care of you like any desire you have they have helicopters you, my friend went i've never gotten to go because it's super expensive okay it's like thousands of dollars to stay there but my friend said they said well what would you like to eat tonight she said well i feel like mac and cheese and so they flew in mac and cheese from denver for her via a helicopter where do you think it was from like telluride or someplace somewhere like closer to it. okay yeah. fine whatever but the point is it's still cool that they yeah. physically fly and whatever you feel like the chef will get you you want anything yeah. they will take care of it but in their old saloon in there in that gunfight way scrawled into the bar, the bar is it's butch actually butch cassidy and sundance kids because they hid out in the ghost town to right. hide from the authorities but they scrawled their names in and you can see it to this day isn't that cool that's very cool yeah yeah colorado's full of these sort of wild west sort of oh, stories, and, stories. And, and of course we like tesla and stuff yeah, so then yeah, in fact yeah. you know what tesla did you see should the, did you see be his own episode coming out next month for tesla 
Yes. I'm so excited. Are you serious? Yeah. I sent oh. you the, I sent you the link. I, I can't you. wait to see that. We yeah. should, can we write that down to have a whole episode just oh, on yeah. Tesla? Well, we should wait till we can, what we can do and is. Edison. We we'll can watch, watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Watch the new movie and then we can. And I hate Edison, FYI. I'm going to slam that guy. It's very popular. No, a lot of people actually like, uh, traditionally, nobody knew who Tesla was and they loved Edison. Yeah. And it annoyed me. In fact, now it's a weird sort of thing because whenever you see Tesla mentioned, like in the Doctor Who episode, they actually make a big deal about Good. the fact that nobody knows who Good. he is. Good. Well, because <laughs> he was, he went unrecognized for most of his life, and he died without any knowledge of how much he'd done for the world. Yeah. But that here, not there. That's that's for another thing. I'm not gonna. We love it. the pigeon. We love the pigeon. Okay, that'll be all right. So we were running to the end of our time here. We did kind of divert off topic here, but honestly, I do think it's all interesting stuff, valuable and worth listening to as our listeners. Can we just say, I mean, honestly, if, if they say if you could meet anyone who was dead or alive today, mm-hmm. what would it be? Doc Holliday would definitely be high on my list yeah. of people. What do you think? So I, I've always wondered about this sort of question. Like, are you meeting them as a ghost and you yeah. can kind of talk to them After about the their, fact, life? their life exactly. or is the idea that you sort of can no not the time travel life. no yeah. this would be like you would actually like meet them you after died, the fact and now I want to talk to you yeah and you can yeah. come back and we can have a conversation yeah, Tesla, Tesla's mine hands down Tesla, and me too hands I agree down. Tesla's definitely on there too is there anyone else you'd have on there oh, there's lots of people like I'd have John Pertwee from Doctor Who as well no mm. two ways about it yeah there's so many people honestly the list is long and I, it's funny everyone's always like I want to meet the celebrity I'm looking I'm like everybody I want to meet is dead like Edgar Allan Poe they're all fucking dead yeah. realistically so yeah. it's not it's not an easy maybe, list maybe Tim Leary Tim Leary would be a good Timothy guy Timothy Leary is dead maybe that could we're be like we're actually watching uh, Brave New World right now oh. And I would highly suggest Brave New World if you've not seen it. It's on. We'll have a, we'll have a chat about what, where's it being streamed on? It's a new. It's on like NBC streaming network. Original streaming. Peacock, like that. But my God, it's based on the book. And Daniel had to. I'm more of like. I like my period dramas and classical Victorian romances. Daniel to convince me to watch it. It's a bit That's sci-fi. That's not this episode. Episode, okay, we'll go into it. We'll totally be go into it. But in fact, because it's in the future. Yeah, you know what we should have talked about? We could have talked about a little bit of Westworld. It's, it's, that a, it's, does, a, it's a sort of sort of Wild West That thing. does match into it. And yeah. on that note, we have now reached our 30-minute point. Okay. Corral. Dun, dun. I don't actually know the lyrics, but the fact that it even has lyrics. It has a lot of okay, Corral. I'll sing it to you right after this. Can you sing it on, on, on that? No? Yeah, okay. I'll sing it to you right after this. Okay, I'll, I'll just sing it for everybody. Condition. Okay. Corral. Just say it again. Okay. Corral. Now you should now you should look up songs that literally goes like them. Okay, so without further ado, thank you for taking the time so much to join us tonight. We love you guys and appreciate you reaching as far. If you're listening, you've made it to season two, and we love you very much. Take care.